Welcome back to this week's edition of The Last Burn. This week, Zach and I will break down some of the NFL draft, and we will just go everywhere that you think that we don't need to go, or we need to go. Check us out, like us, subscribe, at The Last Burn. Thanks. Let's roll. Welcome aboard. Hello. What's up? That's so stupid. I have to... It makes me have to copy the link and then paste it and then click on it. That's weird. Yeah, it don't make sense. I wonder why it does that. All right. So, I mean, I think let's just jump on in and, you know, let's just break down the draft pick by pick and, you know, I I think we talked a lot about last night, but, I mean, Joe Burrow going number one overall. What do you think about Joe Burrow? You know, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I think I mean, just basing off of last year, I mean, it's, it's, he played phenomenal, but, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a one-year show. I mean, what, what are we going to get? You know, he's a third-string quarterback, I believe, on, on you know, Ohio State. And, you know, I don't know. Are we, we going to get this consistent player we got last year who had multiple weapons? You know, that, that LSU offense was stacked. So, spoiler alert, you know, um, with with Joe, I mean, and they drafted T. Higgins as well this year at the Bengals, and so that there's this conscious effort to build around him. But he, it's like the one place where he's never going to have as much talent as he did at LSU. And what I don't understand is like people get mad if you question like, is it a one hit wonder? Like, how do you go from 16 touchdowns to to 60? Right. I, I, I just don't think that's I don't I mean I don't think that's crazy, you know. I'm sure you're in the same ballpark as me. Chase Young, you probably love that pick. Oh yeah, I mean that's I mean that's, that's a you're getting you're getting I mean as long as you know health concerns and all that yeah. you know if he's if he no remains, brainer yeah, yeah, yeah I, ten to ten to twelve years I mean yeah. that's solid. There's no there's no reason to question that. Oh Broncos pick is in. You're probably ahead of me. So I've noticed that YouTube TV is behind. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and I, yesterday you were you were yeah, behind. So, so you have Spectrum, I have YouTube TV, and I've noticed that. I mean, I'm live, but I am. That's the one problem with streaming, is, and I'm sure you notice this because with Sunday Ticket you stream. Yeah, oh yeah. You're constantly behind, so like you can't get on Twitter, you can't get on anything like that. You're constantly behind the live broadcast, um, you know, and I, I. I Maybe we shouldn't just go through all the draft. That might take too long. We can highlight, you know, specific parts that we like. And uh, if there's an area you want to talk about, that's fine. Um, but I think I think Miami has won the draft so far. Oh, yeah. I think, the, I think they're the biggest winners. I think when you look at in the first round, they got, they got their quarterback that they were tanking for. They got an offensive tackle to protect their quarterback. Um, they got – they got the corner from Auburn, and then they take that guard who's just big and nasty tonight. What's his name? Let me see. It won't take me too long. Miami. Oh, yeah. Um, Robert Hunt. They took that guard from Louisiana who's just big and nasty. And So, you know, this is – I don't know who the Broncos just took. Who is this guy? Michael O. Yeah, I'm gonna have to learn the the last name here. But uh, hey, you know, you know what though? For because Roger does this quite often. 
So he knows he's going to be announcing a guy's name. Like he, like, uh, like Mariota. Like he knows he's going to be announcing Mariota's name. There's no reason for him to get it wrong. No. And he, he, he butchered to his name too yesterday. But, so like, with, with Tua, I mean, they're doing what the Colts should have done. All right, this guy has a little bit of an injury history. Let's do everything we can to protect him. We get a tackle, we get a guard, let's sure up our offensive line. I love what Miami's doing. I think they might be able to win the division. That's a, they're definitely going to compete for sure. I mean, it's going to be super interesting to see how that division plays out because I'm a firm believer that the Patriots are tanking for for Trevor Lawrence or Fields next year. And, oh, my gosh, Denver has had a good draft. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very pleased. I mean, let's, I mean, let's just roll right there. So they get Jerry Judy. I mean, K.J. Hamler, and then they get a cornerback to fill them, which is a big need with, with Chris Harris leaving. So now they get a rookie corner and A.J. Boye. They, they got Simmons coming back. They added the best player in the league in Jarrell Casey. And then they get – then they add Bradley Chubb coming back from injury and then Von Miller. Literally, this, this team is might have the formula to slow down Kansas City. If there's one, one – one pick up one question mark in that whole equation, and that is Mr. Drew Locke. You know, what, are, what, are, no, what are we going to see from him? I mean, he there's no reason for him not to succeed. I mean, he, if he plays anywhere close to how he played towards the end of last season, you guys are fine. You know what? The, the, the Broncos will be fine. And, and bringing, you know, because they, they took the, the first, you know, two receivers, the first two picks that they had, and, you know, of course, you know, Broncos country, Broncos Twitter, they, they love to rip John Elway for everything. You know, all last year, it's, you know, no speed, no weapons. He provides you with well, weapons, and now they're bitching about, you know, no O-line, or excuse me, complaining about O-line. Um, and so, you know, it's I, – I get it. O-line is questionable. They, they definitely need a center, you know. In the, but in the last five games, the O-line only gave up five sacks. So there were some positive once Drew Locke got, you know, got into the mix, you know, things started changing a little bit. There were still a couple of some penalties, bowls, you know, notorious for holding and, and so forth. But, you know, there were some positives only giving up five. It's not as necessary as people are thinking. There's no reason for them, for Drew Locke not to be what they think he could be. That is that is literally the only question mark. And if he plays like he did in the last part of the season, I mean, there's no reason why they can't contend for that extra playoff spot this year. And that's another thing that's going to come and play. Like, nine wins is going to get you in. If, if you have nine wins, you're going to get in this year. So, I mean, if you look at what, you know, and I'm, you know me, there's no one who has been harder on John Elway. I mean... I found ways to criticize him when they won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, if you think about it from that standpoint, like, he's killed it. He's, he's absolutely killed it by rebuilding this team in such a short time frame. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's, it's very exciting. I, I think, you know, the past couple drafts, he's done, you know, exceptionally well compared to, you know, the way he started because it, it was pretty rough, you know, the first couple drafts and, of course, all the, the QB – Blunders, if you will. Um, well, also, I think I think there was a philosophy, you know, 
and this is probably due to Peyton Manning. You know, it's kind of like that LeBron James effect. LeBron likes playing with veteran players, and with Peyton Manning, you don't want to take the time to develop all the young players. So you kind of spend extra on players that are going to impact you right away, like they did with, you know, Wes Welker and, um, you know, on the defensive side they went out and they yeah, they got a keep to leave and they cut, and then Demarcus Ware on the defensive side so that they they knew they had this window to win. And but I think I think he's kind of refined his skills as a as a talent evaluator, and I feel like you can't really get on John Elway when he is directly responsible for all three Super Bowls that they have in their in their history of the franchise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to to kind of turn gears here a little bit, how about the Packers, man? I don't I don't understand what they're doing. Maybe I'm dude. maybe I'm lost. Maybe I'm just not in the loop. But I don't. Oh, dude, what the hell are they doing? I just okay. So all right, I got into it on on Twitter with some someone again. So I found this new thing on Twitter where I just start like I start interacting with people who I disagree with. There's nothing wrong with that. That's completely normal. People get upset with us about that. But all right, so you are Green Bay. You're 13 and three. And you got absolutely gushed from the run defense in the in the NFC title game. So they went thirteen and three in the regular season, and they had four losses all season, three plus the one in the play in the playoffs. Half of their losses from, were from San Francisco. So a logical person would come in with the mindset that okay, I need to get better against that team. So I. I need, to, I need to get an interior de- defensive lineman. Maybe I need to get a playmaker on offense. And they draft someone who takes this 13-3 and team and doesn't make them better anytime soon. I don't get it. Zero sense. I, I saw a thing on Twitter. You know, strongest positions on the team right now, QB and running back. So they draft QB and running back. When, you know, when Devontae Adams, when he went down with his turf toe, Last year, they, the receivers. I mean, I mean, they had a, a couple guys, but I mean, overall, they were struggling. And I, I know that was a big thing for them. They didn't have any other weapon. Yeah, there's there was plenty of talent available after that came after they 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 made that selection. That well, and the worst part is they yeah, traded up for him. I don't understand. I mean, and and let's look at this. Who's taking a quarterback? I don't I honestly don't think Seattle's taking a quarterback. I don't think the Ravens were gonna take a quarterback. You can make an argument that the Titans could have took a quarterback, but considering they took an offensive tackle who is a major need, that's a team that's looking at their needs and not what they want. I I'm telling you, that's it was, no one was gonna take a quarterback. I mean I I think it's I, I mean also, if you look at it from the standpoint of with Matt Lafleur, he may have just ruined his relationship oh, 100%. with Aaron Rodgers. Like I remember, there was conversations last year about them being on rocky footing. I mean, there is, there's a complete. They may be completely done. I mean, that might be. I mean, you might not be able to overcome that. I mean, so 
the one aspect about this that's going to be interesting is I think we're going to learn a lot about Aaron Rodgers as a person. Okay. In, let me explain it from this standpoint. You know, how is he going to treat Jordan Love? Because maybe he has some animosity toward Brett Favre. But he is now in the exact situation Brett Favre was in. Yes. Almost identical. It's it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting the perspective that um, that he takes in this. But if I'm him, you know, I, 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 I'm oh, I'm livid because the, the first two picks they're not better at all. Like, and when you look at what Minnesota's done, and Minnesota has got they took Jeff Gladney from TCU. With, their, with the first round pick, and then they took Justin Jefferson, a wide receiver from LSU. I mean, those are two players that are going to, are going to instantly make them better. I mean, and Detroit is instantly better with Jeff. Okuda. Yeah, that, that's. And and then they take a run, and mm-hmm. they took DeAndre Swift. So now, I mean, there's teams in your division who are instantly getting better, where. You have taken, you have taken a player who isn't going to play for at least three years. You would hope. I mean, wouldn't you hope Jordan Love don't play for three <laughs> it's years? It's not longer. I mean, if you're, yeah. you're Rodgers, you would hope he don't play three years. And then, and then they're taking a guy who they may not even need because, I mean, all right, you might have to help me out. What, what was what's their back name again? Uh, Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones and Jamal Williams. Is that his name? Both okay. studs. And Jamal Williams, both studs, and so now they take a position where they have an incredible amount of depth, and they have to split care. It just, I just don't get it. It, it makes no sense. I don't understand what they're what they're trying to do. And they lost Brian Balaga to yep. the Chargers, and they're they haven't they're not even addressing that position. So. They're better. They're worse on the offensive line. Their their skill positions haven't improved. It, I, this spells a seven win team to me at this point, and it's a shame because Aaron Rodgers deserves better than that as he fades into this this twilight of his career. Yeah, I, I just I'm at, I'm definitely at loss. Now, so a couple picks. So, I mean, some picks that I absolutely love from the first round. You know, I'm, I'm always a big, like, find, find someone that fits your scheme and what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, too many times people get out of their wheelhouse. And I was a little worried about the Titans pick last night of Isaiah Wilson from Georgia. But... When when you look at him, uh, he's just he's a, a mammoth. He's just a he's a it's exactly what he is. And when you look at who your running back is with Derrick Henry, it makes perfect sense to get an offensive line that just is going to mow people down because he's, he's a bigger running back. And you know the Titans have said this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to play. He fits our scheme. And and they and they roll with it, and I I think it makes it even I think it I think there were some people who 
I understood that corner was a concern, but the fact that they were able able to come away with Christian Fulton in the second round at sixty one is, I think that's big. Yeah, I was uh, I was definitely high on him. I really liked him. I, you know, LSU is DBU. I mean, that's where that's where all these guys are coming from. All these. All these defensive backs are coming from DBU and LSU. I was a little worried about what what the New England Patriots were doing when they traded up one spot above the Titans, but they took a, a linebacker I never heard. I never yeah, heard I'm not of, so not too I sure exactly what they're doing either. But I, I'm telling you what they're doing. They're tanking. I'm I'm telling you they're tanking. All right, there isn't no way you're going to convince me otherwise. They have traded back. They traded out of the first round, and they took – I mean, it, the, I've never heard of safety, so I'm not going to act like I know I know who Kyle Duggar is. But that safety from the Rhine, I've, I've never heard of that yeah. school either. Can't say I have either. So, <laughs> so for me, comment on it, you know one team I'm kind of a little worried about, and they seem to always – they always find a way to beat the Titans once a year. Colts, man. So, they have that offensive line that's good. You know, I still think Phillip Rivers has some play left in him. I, th- I think he's got some quality play left. But then you had Jordan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, yeah. I, I, Michael Pittman, man, he is, oh he is a stud. Gosh. Dude, I'm, I, and, and they, have to, they have to play them twice a year? I mean, that's, that's going to be an interesting to see how that plays out because – like I said, I, I I think I think Philip Rivers isn't as terrible as people think. I think he still has some some quality play left. Now, one thing I like though is the speed of the draft it is tonight flying is by. flying by. So I, I did this workout tonight, and I was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do on the spin bike because I can't leave the house. Although my wife tested negative for COVID. That's so awesome. That's Definitely great. good news. Oh, is that a is that a maybe? <laughs> Might need her to sign <laughs> off on that. Okay, I might have to have a conversation. I might need to have a conversation with her about that. But so, um, all right. So I'm trying to see where I was going with that. Where was I going with that? Lost my train of thought. My iPad fell off the stand. What I said? Uh, I think we were, we were on Philip Rivers. Okay. So. Then it might be gone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me look. Let me look at the recent draft order because that's what I was doing. No, no, no. Excuse I me. Trying, excuse I, me. I, 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 I got what we, you were talking about. Your workout. Um, excuse me. Oh, that's right. So the pace of the draft is going just phenomenal. So I was like, all right, I'll do this thing. I'll start at seven o'clock because that's when we, that's when the baby goes out to sleep. I was like, from seven to um, to seven thirty. This is what I'll do. When when the when the clock is ticking down, I'll just ride. But when it says the pick is in, from the time that the pick is in until Roger Goodell um, announces it, that's when you do a climb. So that's when you like stand up on the spin bike and you just bust it out. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jesus, I mean they're pumping these picks out so fast. I was climbing like half the time. I mean I. I I, could, I just couldn't keep up. I was like, okay. Cause, 
so the Bengals picked, and then it was the Colts. So the Bengals picked, and I, so I sat down to catch my breath a little bit. And I'm telling you, within 45 seconds, it said the Colts pick is in. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I had to jump back up. And I had to go. But, you know, honestly, kudos to the NFL because this feels like a draft. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like just now, Denver just popped up, said it was their pick, and the pick's already in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I haven't seen Dallas's yet. Okay. So Dallas just picked, and now Denver's on the clock. So Denver trades up here. What do you think they're going with? Uh, I didn't look, um, but I know as soon as I get on. And that's the thing, too. Twitter's been – they'll tell you about <laughs> oh, – Benjamin it. Albright yeah. is he's, – he's, he's on with everything. Oh. Ben Albright has – he has had the best last year, I think, of any reporter. Like, just – he has been – he's been killing it. You think they go offensive? Uh, right I think they – I think – uh, Cushionberry might be the pick here. I haven't I can't really confirm that. Yes, uh, Cushionberry. So that's that's awesome. I wanted him a little bit earlier, but they got him later. And they, I mean, they're they're hitting their needs, and they're they're getting. <laughs> I mean, I I thought Cushionberry was going to be a high second round pick. Are you a need guy or are you a value, I, value guy? That's player value. Both. I mean, if, if you – and when I say both, you know, if – Okay. Obviously, if you're at a position where, you know, there's a player that comes to you and you're like, oh, my gosh, how, how did this player get to me? And, of course, you know, you take them. But at the same time, I mean, I think I think it's important to if, – if you're – if you're high – if you – the value, the value, if, like, example right here, Cushionberry, getting him in, in the third round where, you know, he was rated a, a second-round pick. I, I, you know, you, you feel your knee and you hold some value to it. So I, I think that's – So uh, this is how I look at it. So I'm a teacher, okay? And let's say I, we know I teach PE. I'm going to use a classroom teacher example. So if – I know my, my, my student needs a piece of paper okay, to complete their assignment, all right? And they have everything else they need. And I come back and I come over to them and I hand them, let me, let me think of a piece of, if I hand them a pair of scissors and they already have a pair of scissors, that's not going to help them complete the assignment. They already have a pair of scissors. So I, I kind of I struggle with the aspect of, you know, need versus value because, you know, the Packers did not need a quarterback. Now, in the future, do they need one? Sure, they all do. And, and did it pan out that they went from Arv to Rodgers? Yeah, but how often does that happen that you, you get your predecessor like that? It don't happen very often. I mean, how many teams have – I mean, the Patriots drafted Ryan Mallett, and that didn't work out. And there's been constant teams. So I, I did I – strug, I struggle I struggle with that aspect of the draft, like, like best player available or need. So – the Titans, for example, they, dra- they drafted two players that they 
definitely need. They, they lost their right tackle, and they lost Logan Ryan. So they went that direction. The Broncos needed a wide receiver. They took a wide receiver. They needed a corner. They took a corner. And so, I, I, but I mean, if if perfect, if you can get a, the best player available at a position you need, that's that's the perfect. Right. So, and, and and you're exactly right. So, for instance, if, if hypothetically speaking, if if the Broncos were to take a pass rusher in the first round because he was the best available player, yeah, I would have a, I would have a problem with that. Correct. I don't. It, it wouldn't be. Yes. You know, but as, I guess you know what. Like taking Shaq Barrett when you have Von Miller and Demarcus Ware. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like. All right. I just had to throw that out there. I, you know what? I, I, maybe, maybe it'd be better to say, you know, just de- depending on the position, uh, you know, maybe if you, you already have, like, for the, the, the Packers, you know, think, thinking of teams who are already, you know, they're, they're, they, you know, coming off a winning season, a strong winning season, you know, and you know maybe that best player available is a is a receiver. So, so putting more art, more tools in your shed, if you will, with receivers. Now, already having two running backs, Absolutely. that makes no, no no sense to me. So that's not the, the the you know that's not a need. So why would you take if that if that if, if that's your best available well, like, player? Why would you? This doesn't make sense. Think about the players on that Packers team. I know this is a little off topic. But like, you're trying to sell to your players, like, we're all in. We're here to win right now. <laughs> and then you draft a guy that's yeah. not going to play. Oh, that would bother me so much. All right. See, YouTube TV is so, so far behind. I am just now really? getting the pit. Yeah. Lloyd Cushenberry, center from LSU. Dude, LSU, <laughs> these guys, there are so many players being drafted from this team. <laughs> it is crazy. How, how many of their linemen have been selected so far? I think, what, three maybe? Maybe not. Maybe, uh, maybe not. I'm back. What happened? Uh, for some reason, it disconnected. It saved it though, so we're good. Oh, okay. So, but um, yeah. I I mean, I love that pick for the Broncos. I mean, you know, solidify the interior part of their offensive line at a position that they definitely needed, and now they find value at, as we were talking about. <laughs> Dude, they're killing it. I mean, they are. Yeah. They are it, it, absolutely killing it. It's it's funny now, uh, you know, just scrolling through Twitter, Twitter and uh, <laughs> I mean the attitude has just changed. I mean, the fact that everybody is just like drooling now when everybody was just complaining, but, right. but yeah, because yeah. I, 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 honestly, the, you know, Hamlin, I don't know if he would have been there at at, at seventy seven or, or however late it was, you know, eighty eighty the eighty third pick. So to to take him when they did, I think it was great. You know he he didn't get to run the the forty at the combine. I read 
um, I guess due to hamstring or something, he, he tweaked. So he didn't want to risk it, but he, you know, they're they're talking four two eight four two nine to you know right there with rugs and that ballpark. Oh really? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. I mean, well, so I, at least four three. So all right. So because you know how I feel about Judy, I think Judy's the best player. I think he's the best route runner in the draft. Like when when you look at his tape, like the way he. See, I, I don't think people look at it enough how people decelerate, you know, like how fast, if you look at Judy's tape, how fast he can just stop, I mean, it is, it is, un, it is ungodly how fast he can do these things, and yeah. I, I think he's, I think he was, I think he was clearly the best wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, I mean, my thing, like, okay, speed, yes, speed is phenomenal, speed's great. But if you can give me a receiver that can create separation, route running, give me that over right. speed. Give me I some. Mean, give me football speed. And yeah. Pad speed. You know what I'm saying? Like, like every time I watched Alabama and I watched Judy, there was never a time that I said to myself, "Oh, he's not fast enough." You know? Like, and I, I think oftentimes people just get caught up in what they run in shorts and t-shirts. Yep. Let's watch the tape and see how he does. You know who I would really love Titans to take. And I hate to say this. I would really like for them to take quarterback. Who you got? Easton from? I I would be okay with Easton. I like Jacob Easton. Big arm, strong, maybe the strongest arm in the class. I would I would be I would be really happy with that pick. What do you think about Hurts to Eagles? All right, so here's my opinion on that, okay? Carson Wentz is completely secure in his role. He knows he's a starter. He just got that big contract. Uh, he is completely fine with that. And that's a great question, yeah. So, and, but, but there is a big but with Carson Wentz. I mean, he, he was having an MVP season and he got hurt. Uh, he got hurt again last year in the playoff game where he had a concussion. The guy misses too much time. Okay. Jalen Hurts is the perfect guy for that role. Would, Interesting. Wouldn't you, would you agree? <sighs> I mean, he's the perfect guy to play that to play that role, that spot starter. Learn the offense, get a chance, and then go, and then possibly be a, a, a starter elsewhere. I, I mean, I, I, I guess you say it like that. I can see it. I just but, going back to you know. But I don't think he's, I think he's more talented than a spot starter, though. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, because here's the thing. With so he's got a four-year contract. Within the four years, he's going to play. <laughs> he is for sure going to play. I mean, he's super smart, and he's going to learn from Doug Peterson. So, I think I think fit-wise, it it makes a lot of sense. Now, I don't. I I think I think this says more about Carson Wentz, though. To be honest. 
Yeah, I don't, and I, I don't know how to pay him all that money. I like Carson, but I think this says like, "Hey, you haven't been available." And yeah, and in the biggest situation they had last year, in a game that was completely winnable, at home, they they had to play Josh McCown for most of the game. You know, and I think, I think that's a. Uh, in the playoff game, I think I think that's just a hard sell, you know. Like you got this guy who is insanely talented. Like I, I love Carson Wentz, but he he's missed he's missed a lot of football due to injuries. The best ability is availability. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And so I think it's I don't think it's it's a, it's a terrible way. You know, another team that has been had a really nice draft. It's Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland's had a really nice draft. They solved. They solved. They, I, I mean, they they have a good offensive line now. And that was last year. That was their major weakness. They have a left tackle. They have a right tackle. And then I, I didn't. I thought they were okay from guard center guard. And I mean, with the with the with the way that they plan on playing. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be set. And then they add in. It took probably the best safety in the draft. Yeah, yeah. With, with Delpit, I, I think that's a great pick. And then they traded back, so we'll see who they take here in a minute. Let's see. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to have a big conversation with Anchor tonight. I don't know why it keeps doing that. What's happening? I, I'm not. I haven't at that time the iPad didn't fall or anything like that. Perfect connection, three three full Wi Fi signal bars. That's crazy. All right, but the Browns, man, they're killing it. I mean, it's just who who the Patriots just take? Uh, an outside linebacker, um, Anford, Anthony Jennings, Alabama. Okay, okay. You know what? Belichick's got his dog up there with him, and that's that's awesome. You see that? You see that video of him feeding his dog? Man, he hasn't. He's been staying out of the the picture. He's been the dog was sitting in a chair at one point. <laughs> he's a strange, dude. <laughs> he is. I, I I am very interested to see what happens with New England this year now that Brady's gone. <laughs> it's not gonna. Right now, it does not look very good. It doesn't look good. You know what I'm interested? In? You know what I'm interested in the most in? I, w- I want to see what Pat's nation really looks like. <sighs> I, I, you know what? I, I honestly, I, I think most Pat fans, I, I, you know, I think they're treating like people treat LeBron James. Like, follow, they're gonna follow. Tom Brady where he goes. Yeah. Like just like following LeBron where he went. 
that's you know that's me. That's me. <laughs> I mean, I'll... yeah. Oh, you, that's a, that's a good analogy because I, I mean to an extent, and you, this might be the only player in the NFL that you can say this about. Tom Brady is bigger than the the team. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like Peyton Peyton Manning was kind of like that, and I'm sure there were some Colts fans that became Broncos. I know, I know a Peyton couple. Manning. But there, <laughs> there's, there's no one. Let's knock the iPad over again, man. You know what it is. You know why I did that. The whiskey. I, I, you know what I had. Um, I had a glass tonight with. Dr. Pepper cream soda. Very good. Very good. Very good. Is it good? Dr. Pepper cream soda. I do. Big cream soda guy. Big cream soda. Oh, man. I I can't remember last time I had a cream soda. But, so like, with the the Broncos and, and Peyton Manning, there was that transition. But you're completely right. I bet there have been. So they said there have been. I think I, the Dan Patrick show was talking about this, and there's been just as much um, Tom Brady jerseys purchased in Boston in the in, that, in the New England area as wow. there has been in Florida. I mean, it, <laughs> and I kind of get that aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but I mean. You know me, I'm a Titans fan. I love Marcus Mariota. I'm not, I am no way in hell getting a Marcus Mariota Raider jersey. Like that's not happening at all. It actually, uh, I think I, ha- I had to make a run to Target just the other day, and uh, sure enough, the guy already had a, a new Tampa Bay Brady jersey. Already? No way. Already? I mean, he had it, he had it on uh, Target and um, uh, yeah, Bellbrook Sugar Creek area. Yep, and uh, very nice that's Target. The best Target, very area. very nice. I, I that's the only Target I'll go to. I don't like the one in Beaver Creek. I don't know why. I just think it's, the one it in is. Nice. feels clean. Feels real nice. <laughs> it, it it does feel clean. I think that's important. Was it all right? Now here's a question about that jersey. It was, was. It New Jersey. Was. Oh wow! All yeah, right, I, there's a good Seriously. chance it might be. Because I got I got some Browns fans or Browns friends that ordered their their new jersey, or maybe that's just the Cleveland Browns. This is highly likely too. And they're on back order really? until like July. Yeah, like Baker jerseys, Jarvis jerseys, OBJ jerseys, all of them. But they're not getting them to like July. Which team's jersey do you think is the best? Okay, scratch that. We both think the Chargers. Absolutely. Clearly. It's not even close. Who's the second best? I, I got to go with Cleveland. I, I really like Cleveland. Thank you. All right, so they did. Like, Cleveland nailed it. That's, that's the and most just important thing. Well, just keep it simple. All right, so New Jersey's because we haven't gotten the – we haven't gotten the Rams yet. Here's my rankings. I'm going to go 
Chargers one because they're just absolutely phenomenal. Cleveland two because they they kept it simple, stupid. Um, three, I guess Tampa. Tampa got New Jersey's, and they basically did the same thing that Cleveland did. They went back to their old uniform and then added an alternate. Um, and then Patriots, which I like the Patriots. I, the stripe kind of bothers me. I don't know why. It was fine on the color rush, but it really sticks out on the white, and they don't have no white pants that would make it better. And then last, the god-awful Atlanta yeah. Falcons yeah, jerseys. There's, the Falcons are so close. To, they have the perfect throwback uniform. Just make it your primary. <laughs> the whole transition uniform is is a joke. I don't understand that at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, what's crazy though? I, I actually I do enjoy their their away unis, the white with the gray pants. However, the ATL across the top is just ruins it. It, no, the ATL makes <laughs> yeah. it might as well say XFL. Yeah. It the ATL just ruins it. it uh, I think I don't like the numbers, but I think if you took the ATL off, I would be like, okay, I I would accept it. But the ATL just makes it terrible. It's you, like you think a team would learn from a former team's bad decisions. The Browns put Cleveland on the top of their jersey numbers, and it 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 was it was terrible. They they wrote the whole world Cleveland. Yeah, on their I mean, old uniform. like you said, the, the the philosophy has to be just just keep it simple. Don't you don't need all the extra extra stuff. So, I th- I think as the NFL, I think they're going to do away with the helmet rule. I think they next should. Year. Which, yeah, it's stupid. Like, okay, if I don't, I don't, I don't understand the concept of how if a player has a new helmet, all right, so a player has a new helmet and they play a maximum of 70, 80 snaps in it, that's going to increase their risk. Hey, Doesn't that say definitely. more about the helmet company? <laughs> like, it's just a stupid rule, but I think if you, I think if the NFL needs to look at it from this standpoint. I've been a big proponent of a throwback weekend. You know, you pick a weekend, say week five, or no, say week four, week three. And there's no buys. Every team rocks a throwback. You tell me, I mean, that's not I mean a bunch they want money. That's, that's money hungry league. That's gonna. Whew, I can only imagine the sales, the hats, the shirts, yeah. the jerseys. Picture the match. Picture the matchup. You could get the ink, mm-hmm. the Eagles in their Kelly Green jerseys versus the versus the Bucks in their creamsicles. I mean, I mean, when you talk about like a nostalgia, and then you get that conversation from the older fans to the younger fans, like, oh, back in my day, the the, the creamsicles they wore this and they were terrible, you know. And then you get those Broncos uniforms with the D helmet, and maybe they're playing the. I don't know. Maybe they're playing the Oilers, okay, and the Titans, and the the Titans get their Oiler uniforms, you know, and then you get those conversations. I just, I just think it's – I think there's oh, yeah. a, a lot of money left on the table. And I think if they look at it from that standpoint, then they'll, they'll be all in. 
So, who the Browns um, pick? Oh my gosh, we disconnected again. Uh... <laughs> All right, we're back. Man, I thought I was going to disconnect again. It froze, and it says, "It says disconnect and save." At least that's the nice part about Anchor is that it, it saves. Yeah, you. it's it's you know? so weird. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I love? You know what I love about this podcast? It is exactly what I want my podcast to be. Oh, yeah. our podcast to be a smorgasbord. Just just put it all out there. You know, I'm in I'm in my kid's playroom with my iPad on a chair watching the NFL draft. The best dude in the world, even though he's a Broncos fan. <laughs> it don't get no better. It don't get no better. Yeah, hey, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate how high you've been on their uh, their draft as well. It's always nice to hear positive. All right. I mean, I think I've been. I don't think there's anyone on the universe that has been more harder or made fun of the Cleveland Browns more than me. <laughs> or, sorry, the Denver Broncos than me. Sorry, that's that's the level I had the the Broncos on the last year. I had them compared to the Cleveland Browns. But, I mean, from the standpoint, they've killed it. If you look at what they've done the last, the last well, with this draft and the first couple picks, I mean, if you look at what they've done, they have absolutely nailed it. I mean, I think – that people are going to hear me making a, another drink. But – I mean, they killed it. They're gonna. I think they're. I think they're. I think they're gonna be ready to compete to, to make the playoffs. To win. Not. Nah, I don't want to. I don't want to say win the division. I don't want to put those type of words in my mouth because it's very very good. good. But there's. I mean, there's. There's no reason why for them not to be competitive this year. I mean, they won. They won seven games last year, and they had Brandon Allen start. You know what? They were they were uh, surprisingly they were pretty competitive last year. I mean, they lost a handful of games by a field goal, and you know, how many how many games did Brandon Allen win? Did he just won one. Did he just won the they, one against the, the one against the Browns, and then they went up by what twenty one or twenty four against the Vikings, and then. The Vikings came back and and beat them, but yeah, okay, then they that's right. smoked by the Bills. All right. So there was a game, there was a game last year that kind of turned turned my opinion on the Broncos. I want you to try to guess what that game was. If you guess it, I will. I don't know what I'll do. I'll buy you lunch. It's so easy. I just, I've lost too <laughs> well, much. I, I, I'm going to go with the Titans game, but I missed the question. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So it's not the Titans game, so I, I keep my Re- 10 bucks. Repeat the question. No. All right, I'll repeat the question. But you, So now you're going to win. There was a game last year that just completely turned my opinion on the Broncos. Like, it completely flipped it. It, it flipped my it complete opinion on what they were going to be moving forward. Guess that game. <laughs> Man, I guess I'm not very good at this guessing game. We'll go with the Cleveland game. 
Okay, I'm not All very right, good. So cool. it's not the Cleveland game. All right. It's, 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 it's okay. It's oh, the Texans okay. game. Well, I guess that is obvious. Now that you say it. They ran them off. They ran them off the field. On the road, a playoff team who had a bunch to play for, and they just, they just, they just whooped them. With with Drew Locke, it was, it was fascinating. Because weren't they like ten point underdogs? Yeah, something. I know it was double. I think it, it double was, digit. I, I think it was. I think it was ten and a half. I think they were ten and a half point underdogs, and they just ran them off the field. It happened so quickly too. It was, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was just one of those things where you're just like, where, like what just happened? Okay, so the Raiders traded up, or the Raiders traded their pick to pay to the Patriots. I'm sure you already have it. I uh, don't it's, have it yet. Spoiler. Let's see. Man, uh, you know what? I really wish they'd bring back NCAA football. I don't know why, but recently I've been getting the urge to take a take a a team like Kent State and yeah. take them to the national title. I do miss those those days playing that. Although, although we haven't finished our Madden franchise because of me, because I'm a terrible Madden player this year. Yeah. I'd... I'll, I'll take I'll take full credit for that. I need to get back playing. Are you going to get the new PS5? Or Man, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll kind of... Man, they both kind of depend good. on what, which way you go, because I mean, the most important thing is playing Madden. Well, uh, <laughs> what way are you swinging? I'm going to the same way I'm going to swing. <laughs> oh, it's a kid show. It's a kid show. My, uh, did your kid take a nap today? Yes. Damn. You know how long, how, how long my kid napped for today? 30 minutes. <laughs> Dude, it's so rough. I wonder why. I wonder why it is. All right. All right. How long does Dan uh, sleep at night? I mean, this. Oh, I should. Lily. This, this past Man. week has been terrible. She's been waking up at 4.30. But uh, prior to that, I mean. Eight, nine, sometimes even ten hours a night. Okay, so, so Lily's will sleep twelve hours at night. Well, that's not. Sometimes thirteen. That's why then. Could be. Right. Because I mean, she'll sleep. She'll sleep from seven to like seven thirty, and then we'll get her up. And then naps don't exist. But she's tired. That's, that's so weird. I don't know. It's well, because the doctor said that they should be sleeping like 11 and a half, 12 hours at night. And then and look, look how this podcast <laughs> has turned the last five minutes. We're not talking about kids sleeping. And and then it should go to like they should they should they should sleep 14 hours total, like maybe 12 hours a night, an hour. Two-hour nap, somewhere around there. We're not getting anywhere close to that. And so, I think it's because I'm home all the time. It could be just throwing it off. And so the Patriots take a tight end, Devin. 
I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name because I'll mess it up. Look at Bill Belichick. He does. Look at. Is he, is he in his pajamas? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's in pajamas. Man, Cliff Cliff Kingsbury has the best draft yeah. set up. Doing that. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I don't think he's working. I just think he just had a crew come over and was like, "All right, let's wide frame this photo. Take a picture of me." I think one of the most fascinating things about doing this virtual draft is just being able to see inside of people's homes, the the, you know, the the coaches, the GMs. It's fascinating to see what they what they have. I think, yeah. Well, it's also like it's it's fascinating to yeah. see like their setup. So like, like the Titan GM has it, two phones, like kind of. Like, you a, see John Lynch's. It's a sweet. John Lynch's setup. It's sweet. Like um, John Robinson's is similar, and then you got. Did you see? Yeah, he had like his. They were like his coaching card. Yeah. Play calling. He got his play calling sheets up on the wall. But it, I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of cool. And then, like, say, say he. I bet that's like his inspiration room. I bet he walks in. And he's like, I need some inspiration for this week. And he just starts going through plays. What worked and what didn't work from previous games. Man, Eric DeCosta is so good. The yeah, they, GM. I mean. He interviewed did he? the Titans GM job. Do you know that? He did. I think he was their first choice. But I think, I think Eric knew that Ozzy Newsom was going to retire soon. And so he stayed there to take that position, which makes sense. You can't blame him. But the, the Ravens always do a good job in the draft. It's so frustrating. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, I, I think that's perfect place for him. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. It's a perfect fit. Like he's going he's gonna to be running through gaping holes. Now, they do have Marshall Yonda leaving, so... That is kind of big. I mean, a Hall of Fame guard. It's going to be hard to replace him. But it's just like every year, every single year, they get they draft a guy, and, and it's just like, oh, he's a perfect Ravens player. Honestly, it's going to be kind of frustrating to watch J.K. in, in a Ravens uniform. All right, Titans are coming up here. Who do you think they take? Now they still haven't uh, slipped a, a pass rusher. I mean, you know, is, is Clowney really going there? You know, uh, 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 all right, so seriously, I think if there's one thing that you can say about the Titans draft, the fact that they haven't addressed probably their biggest need, which is a pass rusher, I think that tells you that they think Clowney's coming there. I mean, it has to, especially if they don't take one here. Oh, what if they went quarterback here? There's a bunch on the board. I like Jake from State Farm. Uh, He's okay. What? I don't know how I feel about him. 
You know who also is a free agent? All right. Everson Griffin. Who? You know, he would not be a bad addition if you can't. I, I don't want to compare it to the Cam, the Cameron Wake. You know who I'll compare it to? I'll compare it to the Brian Arakpo signing. When the Titans signed him, you know. Everson Griffin's Jack, though. He's probably, he'd probably be better. Who uh, Devin. Think? I mean, I, DuVernay, I would. Yeah. Good thing I'm not Goodell. I would fail miserably. At... <laughs> you would think you'd have some guy in front of him being like, all right, this is how we're going to do this. This is what this is what our breakdown is going to be. I always like seeing what Bill O'Brien did. That makes me that makes me that makes me happy inside, because I know, I know the Titans will never do anything <laughs> as bad as what Bill O'Brien just did. No. So are the are the Broncos got, done for the night? Uh, they got one more. Oh no, there it is. They got ninety five. Okay, so we'll get a run right here. A lot of Titans want the, the Titans to take a wide receiver, but I kind of like where they're at in the wide receiver room right now. You know what? You know what I would like to see them go right here. Amik Robertson, the cornerback from Louisiana Tech. I would. I would like another another defensive back. Back to back. I think. I would. Yeah. I. I think. Because they lost LaShawn Sims, too. So they were, they're losing two cornerbacks. So they lost LaShawn Sims, who went to the Bengals, who was their fourth guy. And I think uh, I think it, I think it would be a good pick. Now, you only do that, though, if you think Clowney's coming. What about a running back? Since, uh, like, a, a Deion Lewis type role, since he's so, gone. Well... So Zach, just so you know, we don't mention Deion Lewis's name as a Titan anymore because he was terrible. And do you, do you know he blocked like every Titan fan that, that really? commented negative things about him? Every, anyone who was hmm. critical of him, he, he blocked him. <laughs> All right, so he, so let's, I'm looking at running backs available. Michael P. Ryan from Florida. I don't, I never watched him play. I'm not going to act like I do. You know what? That's one thing about us. If I don't know a guy as I'm burping, I'm going to tell yeah. you I don't know who he Same. is. Because <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Us, us normal Twitter folk, podcasting folk, we don't have enough time in the regular day to, to look at every other Look at every player that's available. I ain't got time for that. I mean, all right, so it, I think it is critical to come out of this draft with a running back. Because I also think it's, it's critical to come out of this draft with a quarterback, too. Because I don't know what Logan Woodside is going to bring to the table. Have you ever heard of Logan Woodside? Uh, no. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Exactly. That's our backup quarterback right now. So, I, I, 
I would not be mad if they went quarterback. I wouldn't be mad if they went running back. Um, I think they probably should address Drell Casey at some point. Just throwing that out there. I think you know who would be an interesting pick here. I don't know where people having rated. Oh yes, yes. The tight end from Dayton. Have you heard about him, Adam Troutman? I I think I mean he's a second rated tight end. I think he would. I think he'd be a nice pickup because, you know, I'm not. This is a kid show. Big Dick Berkser isn't that great. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, he's a, he's a talented pass catcher. Um, I I love Johnu, and then you have Michael Pruitt, who they just signed. But I think Adam Troutman, I think he could. I think he could bring a nice piece. You know, and being a local guy from Dayton, yeah, that'd be pretty I, cool. I feel like, yeah, that would be, be really cool. Maybe that'd be a, a jersey you might have to have to try to get just because he's from Dayton. If he's from, if the Titans drafted him, I would I would get the jersey. Have you got? I the scoop not got yet? The scoop I haven't got yet. the scoop yet. Well, I'm scrolling. I wish Twitter wouldn't do that though. You know, it's it's kind of slowed down. Last night. Last night was bad. Took a, they they? took a running back. Darrington Evans, Appalachian State. Never heard of him. All right, here you go. I've never heard of him either, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw out anything, but I am gonna tell you what he ran at the combine because that's important. <laughs> you always right? gotta see that number. All right, he ran a four four. Right, so that's good. Um, 1,408 yards with 18 TDs. I like it. That's that's nice. That's that's a nice little complimentary piece. Someone said Darrington Evans is a Derrick Henry compliment you need. Great burst and experience lining up at wide receiver. Plug and play. Okay, I'm cool with it. Oh, I can hear it in the background. There it is. What? Okay, okay. I just just want to ask this real quick. Why? All right, let's hear it. Every single player that they put on here, they always have to include something negative that has happened to them in their life. I do not understand. Thank you. Like, why not just celebrate this? That's bothering me. I don't. Yes. All right, I think that is the one. That's why I. That's why I don't watch ESPN, ESPN broadcast of the draft. That is the honest to god reason. I always watch the the NFL Network. What did they say negative? About something him? with his, something died. happened with his mom. See, like, man, you don't think? I, I'm sure that guy doesn't want it reminded about it. Yeah, look, Mother Evelyn diagnosed with cancer last July. Absolutely. Sucks. Let me tell you, like, give me, give me some Darrington Evans facts. Not that, you know, dang. Like, don't get me started about ESPN and their and their coverage. Yeah, I do, guys. They're just talking about that. I had never, I had never heard of Jeffrey Simmons. You know, maybe that makes me just a terrible person who wants to be in sports. I never heard of the guy. Titans draft him. 
And what's the first thing I learned about Jeffrey Simmons? He beat up a girl. <laughs> like, you have just right. painted everyone's opinion of him. Everyone. Like, like there are 31 fan bases that are going to look at that and say, oh, that guy's a POS. Like, honest to God. The Titans fans are going to be like, oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll listen to this whole story because they're the only ones who follow the Titans. You know? Which which led to the Titans having to do like a press conference and explaining about his character. It's ridiculous. Oh, it it is ridiculous. The the guy's the biggest day of the guy's career of his entire life, and you got some TV network poo poo pooing on it. So, Mel's best available. He has that tight end available. Do you think the Denver Broncos would no, go tight end? No, I think they're – see, somebody already uh, – Broncos reporter already reported that I think they're taking a defensive lineman, McTelvin Ingham from Arkansas. Okay. You think they, the Packers go tight end here? They did go their relationship in. with their quarterback. Since, I missed his name. Did they go uh, tight end? Josiah DeGuerra. Nope. They didn't take our guy from Dayton. He's from. He played for Cincinnati. Mm. <laughs> Roger Goodell looks like it's like he looks yeah. like it's like uh, welcome to Mister Rogers' neighborhood. When he's when they when they pan into him and he's sitting in that leather that big leather chair, he's got it, he's got his knee up. <laughs> Is he doing all seven rounds? <laughs> okay, he's doing round That's one, what two, he... and three. What the hell? What is he going to do? So who's doing the, the remaining rounds? Like they usually do with like special guests. I, I, I think that's probably what it is. But I don't know. Because how are they? I mean, they can't go to like every, they can't go to like one person's house and make sure they have a setup yeah. like Roger has. Right? You know what they'll, they'll probably do is they'll probably do Troy Vincent or something like that will do like rounds five and six or four and five and then another guy will do six and seven one of the higher ups in the in the league all right the Broncos pick is in what's the scoop let's see if it's true I believe it's the at, at that guy from Arkansas yeah is that interior defense alignment Dang. Look at look at John Elway. Where's John Elway rank in your all time list of quarterbacks? <laughs> I, I want that number five, one so let's see. <laughs> I need definitely top five for me. Probably, probably. Give me five. Give me five. Okay, so Off one for head, me. Tom Brady. I guess okay. I go Montana I too. I disagree. Uh, let's see, I go. I think I go Manning three. Manning be three. I disagree. I would flip flop two and three. That's close. Um, uh, you know. 
How much? How much? What, what, what was your question? Oh, sorry, I'll let you go before I talk. Let me shut up. I feel like I feel like with my list, a lot of recency bias goes into it because of like people I've seen recently. I, I, I think that I think that that could be fair. Um. So give give me give me four. Give me that one. If I wanted to put uh, Elway at four, then you got United, Unitas. I know throw him in there. I respect it's that. Just, it's, it's just too hard for me because okay, I, 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 there are, I'm, I've, I've always been high on Favre. All right, so I don't know about top five for Favre, but all right, all right. So I think I. I think your list is good. And I got another list for you after this. That's probably my favorite list to do because it's hard. It's harder than top five quarterback. I swear I swear on everything. All right. So one Brady, two Manning is how I look at it. Three Montana. I think I think Manning's a better quarterback than Joe Montana. I don't think he ever had a talent that Joe had. So one Brady, two Manning, three Montana. Four, I have Elway. I, I think here I am going start spewing stuff out of my mouth about John Elway to get the Broncos the Broncos country all riled up from an unbiased fan. I think he I think he did things that was before he, his he time. did a lot with less. You know what I'm saying? And, and he, 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 like, did, he excelled with a lot with less, you know. So. Agreed. Yeah, and then and then he finally got those two Super Bowls. But, I mean, I think if you actually, if, if you go back and watch them, the, the stuff he did with those old Broncos teams was nearly amazing. Those Cleveland teams they beat were really good. Um, and then, so five, I have Marino. And that might be a little bit of a hot take. But I think, I think. Pure thrower. Just tremendous. Amazing arm. I like it. You know what I. Okay, you, you know who I don't. I don't want to hate on him, but I got a problem with Drew Brees being in anyone's top five. I got a. I got a serious problem with Drew Brees being in anyone's yeah, top five. I, I don't. I don't mind him from six, seven, eight, nine, ten, but I mean, if you look at Drew Brees, he's had probably one of the best offensive yeah. coaches, and they've won one Super Bowl. I mean, I, I just, I, I think, I think he has done less with more than anyone. Especially, look at the last three playoff seasons. The Minneapolis Miracle, they should have put that game away. Um, the Rams game, he threw an interception in overtime that gave the Rams the ball to win. And then the Vikings this year. Sorry, you're not top five quarterback to me. Those three, those three seasons do it. All right, you want to, you want to hear yeah, my hardest list ever? It has nothing to do with football. All right, this is fun. See, this is this is why we gotta do this more often. Just sit down with some with some um, adult beverages and coke over Anchor, the best podcasting source in the nation. That's a plug. Free shout out. No free shout out. Um, all right, Mount Rushmore. 
of professional wrestlers. It is so hard. Uh, it is it's so almost hard. impossible. It is impossible because you're going to leave someone really good out. Because right, I'll give you mine first, what I did last week. All right. I think Ric Flair is Ric Flair has to be in it. Okay. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin has to be in it. I think The Undertaker has to be in it. And the fourth one is where I have such a hard time because I feel like if mm-hmm. I put Stone Cold in, I have to put The Rock in. Does that make sense? But then I argue that, okay, but now I'm leaving out Hogan. All right. But I don't think Hogan was as a good worker as John Cena. And then I think Triple H is will probably do more for wrestling than anyone else. And then I don't even have to, then I don't even have the conversation of, of Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels might be a better entertainer than all of them. So I decided to go with Flair, Austin, Undertaker, Cena. And that's that's I I, I think I would just what, that's my list. I mean like you explained it very well. Um, but I'd I'd have to put the rock up there. So that rock rock would replace Cena for me. Uh-oh. All right. Will Zach find a charger before clock we lose I'm on the clock. Or will this be the end of the podcast? You're on the clock. We'll see. So, isn't it crazy how, like, does your phone... Do, all right. So I think you have the same phone I do. <laughs> First off, I have no idea. You have the it's, iPhone 10. It's iPhone 10. This is 10R. I'm pretty sure it is. Look, look at the back of it. Do you have a one-circle yes. camera with a white dot underneath? All right, you have 10R. Do I hate Do it? you hate your phone? I hate it. I think mine's pretty good. Battery sucks. But see, I, I, went from a, terrible. I went from a 6 to a 10, so. Oh, that's right. You did. My mom is upgraded. You know what iPhone my mom had? Wow. Five, five C's, which is like the colorful one. Oh, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> She'd be over. Not during social distancing, mm-hmm. of course. Because we're practicing social distancing in all of Ohio. Um, and she would... Ow. It would die, just randomly. Like, it, it was bad. So she, she upgraded to an iPhone 8. Which, I mean, con- comparing from an iPhone 5C is I know, I, a, a big upgrade. No, I couldn't find did, one. Did you, did you get I, plugged I, in? I have one in the bedroom, but I don't. I don't we only have oh, the wow. box out here. If that makes sense. The direct heat right. box. The box. But it's, it's one of those big ones, and it's plugged in underneath the bed. Or excuse me, Spectrum. You got DirecTV? Oh, wow. Woo. So, AT&T TV has this new plan, but it doesn't have DirecTV in it. So I can't get Sunday Ticket. I don't know what I'm going to do about Sunday Ticket this year. And you know what I'm considering? I'm considering just um, streaming the service legally, of course, because 
Mm-hmm. No, it's bad to do things the way illegally. So, what do you think about that? Yeah. Or do you think I should nut up? <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's a kid show. <laughs> and just pay what I should pay and get direct TV, and then we can share it like we did last year. To share I am, I am TV. for that. I think I might. You know why I like direct TV? Yes. Nice. I like the remote. They have a very well-designed remote. It's the little thing. For all these TV companies out there who want to maybe sponsor our tremendous podcast that is booming right now, design a good remote that fits well in the hand. And not one like the Roku remote, which is easily lost when your kid stuffs it into the couch. That's 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 a hot take, right there. This is, I think, arguably well, this may be the best podcast we've ever done. So. <laughs> I I enjoy it because it's but it's, laid it's back, the best you know. podcast we've ever done. I mean, if if you are available at ten thirty every night, I will be available because, or if you're available from ten thirty once a week. I'll tell you why I'm available. Because those teachers are not av- are not doing anything at 10.30 at night until well, August. I, <laughs> us di- diversion officers will be uh, back to work May 4th to 10.30. Oh, May 4th. What, what, uh, I try to go. It never works with everything, but my goal is to to be in bed by 10 and then try to be asleep by 10.30. Are you, do you need eight hours of sleep? I need as hours many hours of sleep, to sleep I can get. The, like for the full day? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a sleeper? No, can't, can't do it. See, I need like six, seven, and I'm, and I, and I'm good. Like, so like last night, you know, with the, with the, with the night of the draft, I got up at 6. So, first off, I don't know if you're like this, yes. but I'm a, I'm a big coffee guy. So, I have to make sure that the coffee pot is set to, to start at the time that I wake up. Okay? Which is like 6.30. And I like to get up before the, the baby gets up so that I can drink my coffee and be ready to mm-hmm. be a dad. You know what I'm saying? That's that's essential. I I I, I think I, I need to, I need to have my my dad time in the morning. I need to put on some sports and some PFT Mike Florio and see him being a jerk so that I'm ready to change life. Normally when I'm working. But um so yeah, that's 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 my routine. Co- I, I make sure the coffee pot starts at like 6:37. And then that way when I wake up, I have fresh coffee ready. And then I can get ready for the day. And as long as I'm asleep by like 11.30, I'm good. I'll be okay. You. And then 
and yeah, but then it builds up. Yeah. And there's like there's like a day of reckoning that happens. It happens like twice a month. And there's like there's like one day a month where where like all of this like eleven thirty this eleven thirty midnight Alright guys, well we thanks for you guys listening to the last burn. We really appreciated you guys tuning in as we break down just everything in the world of sports for an hour plus. Please like, subscribe, Apple, Spotify, everything that you can um, to support what we're doing here at The Last Burn with Zach and I. This is Shay. Follow me at Get Shay. And we'll see you next week, guys. Take care.